Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Wendy Mosier, and this is my new podcast, Love You, Mom, an Alzheimer's Story. My intent for doing this podcast, I was hoping it would be therapeutic to myself and others that are going through something similar. I also hoped it would be a way to document my last moments with my mom and retain it in my memory. Everything goes so quickly. Things change daily, minute by minute you know, and obviously month by month with Alzheimer's. So I want to remember what we've shared and what we've gone through and how hard it was and how beautiful it was. And I want it to be something that can help other people too. So, and honestly, I'm hoping that it's interesting and something that, a story that other people would like to listen to. <clears throat> Although I've grieved a ton in the last year, um, I can already feel that it's going to be an emotional it's going to be an emotional podcast for me, and I think that's healthy for me. So uh, if you have followed Toasted Marshmallow Adventures podcast, that's Chris and I, and we mostly focus on, well, a lot of focus on comedy and fun things and happy and, you know, anything we find interesting. We've talked to a lot of people about, talked to people about weight loss and people leaving cults and people that have really cool things going on in their lives and that's that is wonderful and I absolutely adore it and at the same time I thought this was something I really wanted to share and try and be honest and it's honesty is not difficult for me sharing is difficult uh, it's hard for me to express myself sometimes so I only really talk to a couple people that I trust with my life and the rest is just bits and parts that I share with people because it's some of this is so painful to me that uh, I don't always trust that people are gonna give me a response that I can handle and <laughs> I spend time just trying not to fall apart so especially this last year it's I'm feeling better about things now but it has been one heck of a roller coaster and that leads me into my first, the first, first segment that I wanted to talk about, which is what I knew about Alzheimer's prior to my mom becoming diagnosed, which was enough to get through life and society and things. But I, boy, I didn't have a real concise, I, I really didn't get it. And I, I kind of don't think you can unless you go through it. You truly don't probably understand the depths so 
Alzheimer's for me started um, when my grandma, my grandma Osborne, was diagnosed, and she lived back in White Cloud, Michigan. And so we would hear, well, actually the first time I think we realized grandpa and grandma had come to visit us, mom and John and I, um, when we lived in Port Angeles, Washington, or they did, I lived in Seattle, and I think stayed with mom and John for a week, my grandparents did. And on that visit, I drove out to Port Angeles and we took a ferry to go over to Victoria, Canada. And it was on that ferry ride that my grandma, who I believe was early 60s at the time, got lost. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a big ferry. And so when we found her, um, she was really kind of discombobulated and confused. And I think we all just made a note of it, like, you know, you would. Maybe somebody's just having an off day or something, but we didn't really understand what that was. And then later on in the trip, um, several days in, Grandma said something like, oh, I haven't had a toothbrush this whole trip because I think en route to Washington from Michigan, she lost her little travel bag with all of her activities of daily living, so her toothbrush and stuff. I think that went away. And instead of saying something, I remember my mom feeling horrified, like, oh, mom, I would have bought you a toothbrush. Plus, my mom was the kind of mom that had extras. So she could have easily gone and gotten my grandma a toothbrush. And that was that that was really hard for my mom to hear that her mom hadn't brushed her teeth that whole time. And I think at that point, we all started thinking something was wrong. And I because I was a kid. I don't really remember the progression of things. I just remember I went back to Michigan because that's where all my extended family was and is. I would go back at least once a year and just to see the progression of how my grandma was doing. And I guess I really noticed it. And um, she she stopped writing to me and she wrote me extensive letters uh, throughout my life. She was just a fantastic writer and she would she would send me leaves that she picked up on her property, and she she would put them in a book and flatten them and dry them and then send them to me. And I remember being a kid, and you kind of, you don't want to read a really long letter. I mean, that gets old after a while with, you know, your grandma explaining, you know, how beautiful her property is. And she was just, she was just a great writer. It was very flowy and a lot of adjectives explaining things. And but when those stopped, I really noticed it and I missed them when the phone calls stopped because she just couldn't. She simply could not. She couldn't write a letter anymore and she couldn't she couldn't dial the phone anymore. That was hard. And uh, when I when I went back the last time and saw her at at home, my grandpa was still working downstairs. They had a, a gunsmith shop for over 50 years below the house. And I remember one day I, I went back and my quote unquote job was to stay with grandma and I didn't have any experience at the time. Later in life, in my early 20s, I worked at as a CNA at a nursing home. But prior to that, I really I really didn't have any experience. I and I was an I am an only child, so I I've never really taken care of anybody but myself. I remember at one point helping my grandma go to the bathroom, and I think I, I must have been 16, helping her go to the bathroom, helping her change her clothes, 
And at one point I thought it would be really great to write my, which I, I ended up regretting, but I thought it would be really great to write my mom, Lucy, um, a letter from my grandma. And I watched my grandma writing and she got about a paragraph and it was the same kind of sing song flowy, you know, love you, darling kind of writing. And then the, the pen stopped and literally made a straight line down the page. It was like her brain had just shut off in that department and she could no longer write. And I didn't know that. I mean, I understood it at the time, but I didn't realize how uh, that happens in every aspect of their lives. It was in this time that, you know, my grandma stopped writing letters, stopped wanting to go out. And my, gr- my grandpa had been pretty quiet man, uh, Grandpa Osborne, and he started doing more. He started contacting us more and talking to me more when I was there, which I loved. I loved getting to know him better. And at the same time, it was really sad that um, I was losing my grandma. In that time, not, I'm not sure how much later, but my grandma ended up going into a nursing home which I think had 12 residents, and that's where she was going to live from here on out. And I visited her one time there. And so my final experience in this uh, scenario with Alzheimer's was going in, and my grandma was sitting in, you know, Depends, and they were wet, and she didn't know me. She called me Susie, which is my Aunt Susie, which I took as a plus because We've always both had blonde hair and been heavier compared to like my mom. And so I thought, well, at least she, she thinks she knows I'm family and I, she couldn't talk to me, not really. And I remember telling her that I would come back the next day and I didn't stay long and uh, it was hard to say goodbye and I couldn't, I couldn't go back. I wanted to because I told her I would and I, I always feel really strongly about if you tell somebody you're going to do something, you better, you know, follow through. But I couldn't. And I don't regret it. I really try and live without regrets. So I know that at the time it was just too much. And I also know there were a lot of people that couldn't go there at all. So I guess that's how I justify it in my head that I do. I did what I could at the time. How this affected our family, my mom and John were still traveling uh, with the Coast Guard. And so they were moving every couple years. I had in 1993 settled in this area, so in Idaho. And I remember how scared my mom was about getting Alzheimer's for at least 10 years. Just she would get depressed and she always kind of was more prone to depression, especially you know, when it got colder out, those were harder months for her. And so she'd get on antidepressants and uh, we would talk for hours. And I remember telling her, you know, let's enjoy our lives. Let's not worry about what might happen. Let's, you know, live life to the fullest because nothing's a given. Nothing's ever guaranteed. And we saw examples of that around us where, you know, their their neighbor's husband or their their male neighbor, he passed away. I mean, things that just were unexplained and super fast. And so we would talk about, you know, how we really have to live in the moment and things. But it it was so difficult for my mom to forget about what might be, you know, in her genetics. 
So she was scared. And there were a lot of times that she was crying and just worried about what, what her future held, you know, watching her mom base just deteriorate before our eyes uh, was pretty brutal. My take on Alzheimer's though, although that's all I knew of it, you know, was, is not to worry about it. Just, you can't control it. Just really try and focus on the here and now and enjoying what we have and being grateful and happy and just kind of pushing through. It's kind of like the Alaskan way. I was born in Juneau and my mom and I were single there until I was about 12. My dad and mom got divorced when I was six. And so my mom was my soul, my soul, everything. I visited my dad every couple of weeks, but he was an alcoholic. He, he passed away a couple of years ago. And so it wasn't really uh, uh, to be completely honest, it wasn't great going to see my dad. You, I never, it wasn't stable and I never knew what dad I was going to get, the drunk dad or the abusive dad or the great dad. So my mom has been, she has been my rock throughout my entire life. And uh, I didn't, I never wanted her to be afraid. I never wanted her to... Um, she she's always just been a ray of sunshine to everyone and she's actually never believed that she never thought she was all that and i would talk to her about how all my friends always wanted a mom like mine we weren't always the house where everybody would hang out but we were the house where it was safe and it was happy and my mom didn't care you know when i was a kid I would uh, have my friends, Leanne and Kim and Carrie over, and we would make cakes. She would just let us bake any cake we wanted, and we could decorate it any way we wanted. So I remember one time making a cake and putting just layer in it, because uh, Leanne and I absolutely loved that frosting that came in a, a little can. And so we, <laughs> we covered it with frosting, and then we got out the decorating stuff and I got to put polka dots all over my cake. And it's, it's fun. And this was just a random cake, nobody's birthday, but it's funny how those little things mean so much, especially when you're looking back. So she was that mom. She was the mom that when I was a kid, I would have birthday parties and she would come up with all these really creative games or for Halloween. She always made my costumes I have a costume where I'm a shaggy, I think it was Shaggy DA from, what was that? A really old show. A really, I can't, I can't remember if it's, the show's called Shaggy DA, but anyway, I was a, a big dog and she ripped up newspaper, t taped it to me and I looked like big furry dog. <laughs> I was thinking, luckily, this was in Juneau, Alaska, so luckily it didn't rain that day or I would have been a mess, but Anyway, every one time I was a wizard and she made me a cape and a big hat. So that was my mom. That is my mom. And she, I guess in saying that, she's just, she's always come across as a happy, loving, ready for anything. She loves an adventure, loves to travel, hates packing for traveling, but has always enjoyed that. And she's, I never wanted her to be sad. I want her to push through and just live life to her fullest. And I'm not saying she holed up. She definitely did not, but she had some really down days that were, were hard. So I guess the, my takeaway from that was don't worry about the things you can't change. 
and that's how I've tried to tried to go forward with this because, you know, if you have a grandma with Alzheimer's and then your mom has Alzheimer's, it's in my genetics, and I I refuse to spend any time worrying about it. It's if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, fantastic. But when we would talk about this with my mom, we would talk about how we wouldn't hide her. You know, if she ended up with Alzheimer's, we were going to take her everywhere. She was going to live with dignity and respect. And we were going to keep up on all of the things that she does, used to do for herself in terms of dyeing her hair. She never wanted her hair to go gray. And she used to say, it might be vain. It might be vain, but no, we promised. I mean, we figured, of course, yeah, if you don't want your hair to go gray, we will We will do this for you and we'll continue to get your fingernails done and anything that makes you feel pretty and happy and kind of like the least we can do. She, for John and I, has been our everything and our rock. And five years ago, my boyfriend Chris met her and they formed a an amazing little relationship that has just been adorable and I'll tell you more about it in future podcasts but it's yeah it's something very special that now as my mom has declined to the point she's at today it's it's very very special and so sweet and pretty adorable <laughs> so that's how what I know about knew at the time about Alzheimer's and in this podcast, I'd like to go through different stages. So the diagnosis and recheck when my mom initially got diagnosed, but it was sort of tentative and they wanted her to come back in about six months to see if there was more cognitive decline. I'd also like to go through March 2020 when we went to Bend, Oregon and COVID hit and how that changed our lives forever and how in April and May of 2020, we were coming up with a plan last summer, our summer with mom. And I also want to go through October 2020, we went to the coast. Mom, John, Miss Donna, Chris, and Wendy, and how that went. In December 2020, we almost lost her. After that, we had to make a tough decision. We'll go through um, her current assisted living and take you up till now. So... I hope this is, I hope it's helpful. I hope you can relate. Um, I'd also like, I'm going to, throughout the podcast, I will put pictures that relate to whatever I'm talking about, either on our website at toastedmarshmallowadventures.com, on our Instagram page at toastedmarshmallowadventures1. We've also got Facebook, Toasted Marshmallow Adventures, and I'll, I'll let you know where I'm going to share those. But I thought that'd be really fun to go through old photos and make it more special for me. And I hope more special for you. Hope it makes it mean something to you. So anyway, thank you. Thank you for listening to the first podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes from Love You Mom and Alzheimer's Story.